Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the new face of our beauty business. The essence of this message is to make you all remember that this business is structured to first give client satisfaction, secondly, help you become a better version of yourself, and finally, for this institution to generate enough to pay you and also run. So it is our duty to ensure that whatever it is we do, we do with clarity, understanding, and we are targeting to make everyone who walks in here happy so they would not only stay but come back with another client. We're going to start by talking about your appearance because appearance is everything. Everyone is expected to come to work dressed and groomed neatly and professionally in accordance with our laws, meaning that you can't walk in here with shorts, slippers, or walk in here with untidy hair for the ladies or the men. You have to be properly groomed, and it is a plus because anybody who wants you to touch them you have to first of all look good and neat. So please note that you cannot wear face caps, hats, um, or the sandals like I've mentioned, or for the ladies, singlets or tap tank top, anything that opens your armpit, please we do not want it. Your top or shirt must always cover your butt. Any staff who wants to do her hair should do so on Mondays from 8 a.m. to at least 10 a.m or whenever the client is not around. But at the same time, you have to attend to a customer should they walk in within this time frame. For our men, sagging is not allowed. For no reason should your underwear be seen. And please, the use of deodorant and body spray at all times is very important. So we advise that every staff has at least a bottle of spray or deodorant in their bag. If you have worked on a client for at least an hour, there's a tendency that your breath might be bad. So we ask that every time you have mints with you, you do not want to work on a client and a client is uncomfortable because of your bad breath or that your mouth is smelling. So please, if you have worked on a client for at least two hours or an hour, you should get a mint and put in your mouth. We do not want to have a mouth order incident. Any employee who does not comply to this will be sent home to change and it will be counted for you that you came in late that day. So please take your grooming and your appearance serious because we are serious about it here. Now, let's talk about how we want you to communicate. First thing I want everybody to establish is that the manager has been instructed on how to direct you. So every instruction from the manager is from the handbook that he or she has been given to study. And that is what your business owner wants from you. The business owner has written down what she wants the manager to do day to day concerning her business. 
And it is on this ground that we have given the manager the authority to instruct on issues. So we expect every staff, irrespective of experience, number of years and age, to respect the instructions of the manager. If you're working on a client and the manager requests that you stop and leave, please do so. We have also created a complaint feedback mechanism, meaning that if you think that you have been wrongly accused or mismanaged by the person in charge, you can always report and be rest assured that the business owner would look into it. But for no reason should you disrespect the manager in front of a client. Same applies to your co-workers. No matter what is being done wrong during a service, please call the attention of the manager. Do not try to correct your co-worker on a job in front of a client. Please call the attention of the manager and let the manager take over from that point. And like I mentioned earlier, if you feel you have been judged wrongly or you have not been dealt with properly, please call the attention of the business owner by either sending a message, a text message, preferably not a call, or you wait for the meeting which would hold either once a week, twice a week, or once a month where you can table your issues. We expect you to be polite to each other in the presence of a client and when they are not around. And on no premises or course should anybody be provoked to the point where they raise their voice in the business premises or get to a point where they would even engage in a physical confrontation or fight. This we do not only take seriously, but we treat as a criminal case. As we see it that you have the intention of ruining the business of the owner, and we will take very strict disciplinary actions, which may result to you being handed over to the authorities. So please, I want you to take note that fighting is prohibited on this facility. No matter what happens, please pass the information to the manager. And if the manager does not give you the feedback you want, send a message to the business owner. Now let's talk about consulting. As you all know, we have stressed the importance of consulting and we will continue to do that. The moment a client walks in, that is your boss and you must make sure they get the best service. You are expected to greet the client according to the order of the day. We do not welcome greetings like, hi, hello, this is a professional establishment, so we expect you to use the right words, which is good morning, ma, good morning, sir. Now, once the client walks in, everybody is expected to wear a smile. The manager can then direct the client on where to sit, 
When the manager confirms the service that the client wants, then he or she can now assign the client to a stylist. Now let's talk about your consultation. The moment that client sits on the styling chair, then you are interfacing with your boss and that is your interview every day. Now let's go through the process of consulting and I want you to have these four steps at the back of your palm. No matter the service you're offering, remember number one, communicate with the client through the mirror via eye contact. Wear a smile and be polite. Before you touch the client's hair, remember to take permission. Once you confirm the service, ask the relevant questions and I'm going to read them out. Number one, after greeting the client and welcoming them again, you need to find out what service they want for the day. When they confirm the service, number two, ask for a picture or a visual. If they give that, then the third question is about the hair. If it is a braiding or a fixing service, you need to find out if they have washed the hair and if they've had any treatment. If the answers are yes, please get the dates. If the answers are no, please ask for permission to touch their hair. Go through the hair, especially the scalp. Touch the hair, checking for oil. Checking for debt and the scalp, also checking for debt. If they require a wash, politely inform them and also recommend products that they can use. If the hair is in a bad state, please recommend a treatment and tell them why they need the treatment. Should the client decline your treatment, go ahead to inform them of the damage that would happen and also tell them that they can permit you to carry out the service. So if anything goes wrong, it is because they permitted you to carry out the service despite your professional warning. If the service is for a chemical procedure, please go through the chemical procedure manual. We have a method that we follow at this facility and everybody who works with us must know those procedures from beginning to the end. The manager is expected to handle the customer consultation cards and based on the information that is being gotten from the stylist should fill it appropriately. I do not want to remind you the importance of the consultation card because when next the client comes, if the stylist that attended to him or her is not on seat, another stylist should take a look at the card and know what to do, especially with regards to the health of their hair. I am repeating this because it's important. It is the duty of the manager to ensure that at the end of every service, the stylist who completed that service should fill out that consultation form concerning the client. Any information you're not sure of can be gotten from the client and it must be explained why that is being done. But at the end of every service, every stylist must fill out the consultation form for the service they have carried out. This is very important. Now let's talk about the one that you would see happen a lot. We have different type of clients that will come 
and we expect you all to be prepared for what to expect. This session is called Customer Complaint. If you're making a client's hair and there's a complaint, the manager should step in almost immediately and analyze and neutralize the situation. In the absence of a manager, the most senior staff, in terms of experience on how long you have worked with the business, will be the one to interface. Please, I want every stylist to pay attention to this. If you're working on a client and the person starts to complain, I do not expect you to start explaining to them, pay attention. If a client is complaining about the service you're offering, pay attention and see if you understand what the person is saying. If you're still confused or the person does not like what you're doing, kindly stop and ask for permission to get the manager. You cannot tell a customer whether they are wrong or right when you're offering a service and they don't like it. No matter how professional you are, if the person does not like what you're doing, then you're not getting it right. They don't want to know whether it is the standard everywhere. They are the ones to determine their own standard of beauty. So if you're carrying out a service and a client is complaining, please stop, listen, and see if you can get it right. If you cannot, then you call the attention of the manager. And also remember that as you're carrying out a service, especially if it is one that they are introducing to you newly or if it's something new that they want to try, continue to ask at every interval if it is what they want. Do not wait to complete the hair or the service before you ask. While you carry out the service, ask them to look and also get a confirmation that what you're doing is what they want. Now let's talk about your workstations. If there's something that puts people off is when you walk into a salon and it's dirty. And on this ground, I hold every stylist responsible. Every one of you must learn to clean up after you. There are services you offer and there are time lapses in between when you tidy. So if you're offering a chemical service and you finish retouching or relaxing the hair after washing off the client's hair the 15 or 10 or 5 minutes that you have after washing and applying the conditioner where you allow the product to sit in the hair for at least five minutes that is where i expect you to clean up the tools you have used after cleaning the client's hair washing every client's hair requires a change of towel you don't want to have a damp client or wetting a client's clothes. Every time you change the towels, please do not drop it on the seat beside you. Ask for permission and go and spread it. By the time you're done with the service, you should have a clean work area. For those who are braiding, once you loosen your packs, dispose or discard of those sachets immediately. Then once you're done with your braiding, please ensure you clean your area. For those who walk, please walk neatly. We do not want to have braids all over the place because you're braiding. You want people to walk in and despite the level of work going, they should see your professionalism.
watching TV or getting distracted during a service. This is a major no-no. Clients are supposed to be entertained during a service, not the staff. You cannot comment about a program or sing along while carrying out a service that is very unprofessional and very rude. You cannot join the conversation on a program if you're paying attention to what you're doing. Neither would you for any reason stop a service to catch up on a television program. You have all the time to do that and personal development when your customers are not around. And you must not for any reason interrupt your service or get distracted because of a television program or a song playing along. Conducting yourself in the presence and absence of customers, especially in the absence of customers. Some staff forget themselves and become relaxed, especially in their behavior, dressing, and attitude towards work. As a professional, whether you have a client or not, the way you talk, the way you dress, and the way you sit especially shows a lot about your person and how you behave beyond the office space. Now, we are calling it to the attention of every staff that on no account will you sit and keep your legs on a chair or on a table. Neither will you use any of the workstations, especially the pedicure chair or the wash sink as your sleeping areas. When you're in the office, you're not expected to be sleepy. So we expect you to put out a level of professionalism. You cannot sit and put your legs on a chair. You cannot sit at the wash area and put your head in the sink if you're not carrying out a service or if you're not being offered a service. You cannot use any of the sitting areas designated for work as your sleeping area. Conducting yourself in the presence and absence of customers, especially in the absence of customers. Some staff forget themselves and become relaxed, especially in their behavior, dressing, and attitude towards work. As a professional, whether you have a client or not, the way you talk, the way you dress, and the way you sit especially shows a lot about your person and how you behave beyond the office space. Now, we are calling it to the attention of every staff that on no account will you sit and keep your legs on a chair or on a table. Neither will you use any of the workstations, especially the pedicure chair or the wash sink as your sleeping areas. When you're in the office, you're not expected to be sleepy. So we expect you to put out a level of professionalism. You cannot sit and put your legs on a chair. You cannot sit at the wash area and put your head in the sink if you're not carrying out a service or if you're not being offered a service. You cannot use any of the sitting areas designated for work as your sleeping area. 
About eating, there is no designated place in the salon where you can eat. So we expect every staff to take turns to go and have a break for their lunch. There is a 15 to 20 minutes window when there is no staff or you are not currently engaged. Please note that you cannot leave in between a service or a meal or when the salon is full. We expect you to take turns and this has to happen in an orderly manner. No two staff can leave at the same time for lunch if there is a client in the salon. Begging clients for tips or trying to convince them to tip you or begging for arms in whatever way favors or anything is considered an offense and is frowned at greatly in this facility. A client should tip you willingly and should they not, it is not your right and it must not affect the quality of your service. You cannot pick a client over another. You cannot treat a client differently from another. And you cannot have different behaviors towards different clients. You are a professional and you are expected to exhibit professional behaviors. There is no celebrity. There is no common man. Anybody who walks into this business is your boss and should be treated right. While we have our rules, we also have our rewards. Our beauty salon is going to award the best staff every quarter. And this award is going to comprise of their level of cleanliness, their hard work, their customer relationship, experience, expertise, and the customer's review. These awards will come as undisclosed gift packages plus your picture as the best staff being framed and put in the salon for the clients to see. There is also, we also have the transport allowance that you are entitled to as a staff after working with us successfully for a period of one year and also the housing allowance that you're entitled to after being with us successfully for three years. As you can see, this is a grow and win-win situation. We have the best of your interest at heart and we hope that this collaboration is going to be for the good of you, I, and this business. Once again, welcome this morning. Now let's put in our best and get the price. Product usage and management. The manager or receptionist, whoever is in charge, is responsible for giving products for service. So any stylist that wants to carry out a service, be it retouching, washing, steaming, the stylist must request the product from the manager or receptionist and the product will be measured and given for the service. So the product measurement and responsibility falls on the manager. Now, should the product finish before the expected time, 
the manager must have accurate usage data and it must tally with the number of usage expected from the product. Should a staff or a stylist want to wash an extension, same applies. Nobody uses product without the knowledge or permission of the manager. This is a standing order.